Yo, what is good? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, April 24th, 2023. I'm your host, Janet Garcia, and I'm joined by Snowbike Mike. Janet Garcia, what's good? What's up, man? How's it feel to be making history today? I think it's our first KFGD together, I, think, I hope. I think it is. And you know what, Janet? It's a special one because it's a Monday, my favorite day of the week. I get to start off with your energy, which means I'm going to have a great start to the week. And I'm really excited about that. You know, Janet, it's going to be a good time. But, you know, it's our first time hosting. So what kind of fun stuff are we going to get into? What kind of shenanigans you want to do? You know, we can we can just take it in any direction. You know, I feel I like, like we're that. just going to we're, we're going to go with the flow. We're going to see where. I'm I'm scared and intrigued to see where the conversations will lead today mm, because okay, I feel okay. like we got a nice mix. You know, we got yes. a couple heavy hitters, a couple things that are a little bit more chill that kind of open it up to like a more candid, casual conversation. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know where we're going to go, but it's funny because I, I jumped in this call with you, you know, right before we went live and you're like, what's up? It's Monday. It's my favorite day of the week. And I'm like, Monday being the Mike's favorite day is such like a Mike ass answer. <laughs> like Only you would be like. You got to love those Mondays. Oh, Janet, you got to love those Mondays because you're back at work. You're back at school. You're back with your friends and family. And I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to be with you, Jen, because, of course, you've kind of been a big driver and a good kickstarter to my workout energy again. You know, mm. I've been back in the gym full time, really enjoying that. And I always loved your conversations about you running, being that marathon sprinter that you are. And I want to check in and just see how you're doing. With all that spring is in the air. It's time to get back outside sun on your face while you're running. How you been? Oh man, it's been, I've been all right, but (laughs) I say through deadpan eyes, but I've been working on just trying to get back into the flow of things. It's funny because I had my marathon last year, like in, I think probably March. So like I already passed like my one year anniversary since I did my marathon and because without getting too, too into the weeds, but the people that know, know, right? Like the racing season, normally like a lot of those marathons are in the fall, which works great because it's like marathon, fall, the holidays are already there. You weren't going to do anything anyway. You can kind of like, it's a nice way to, then you can reset with the new year. Since I had it in the spring, I had like a double wave of laziness. You know what I mean? There was like the post marathon <laughs> where it's like, we're chilling, you know? And then it's like, oh, I don't know. Now it's getting kind of colder than it's the new year. And I haven't really like, I feel like, you know, those damn mini games that are in every freaking game, you know, shout out to the last of us where you're like pulling the generator. You got to like yes. get it going. I've been pulling on that thing for oh. a long time, but you know what? It's better than not pulling on it at all. You know what I mean? Like I'm working on getting it going. I hit the elliptical for a good 10 minutes this morning. Yes, Janet. Yes. I love that. Yeah. You just got to keep yanking on it. It's going to click yeah. as you know. Uh, here's a fun one for you, Janet, just around the corner. Beta Breakers. Now, this is a fun run, a little mm-hmm. mini marathon, some would call it. But me and Cool Greg really want to try to convince the whole team here at Kind of oh, Funny yeah. to go take that run and have some fun. Will they do it? Probably not. But I am going to do it with Cool G and have a fun time running through the city, which will be dope. Yeah, yeah, that that's a really fun race. Like, it has a nice mix of you can run it for real if you want to run it for real. And you can also just, like, walk and camp you know, hang out and just like, it's kind of has like a light party vibe to it, depending on who you go with. So, and I think the, the track, like the course they have for it is uh, a really good one. Cause it's like, I think you like cross the bridge at one point or it kind of goes through a lot of different neighborhoods. So, I mean, that's definitely a fun one to do. What's the distance on that though? Is it, is it like a, I think it's small, a 12K, Janet. a half, a Maybe. 5K. I think it's 5K, actually. Let me take a look. I think I think it's shorter than you think is right. Beta Breakers distance. But, yeah, I like the fun run idea, especially for this team. It's 7.46 miles, so a little bit less than 7.5. Not too far on that one, 12K. But, like, you could always stop. 
right? Like if the team wants to stop off at a bar, hang out, go get lunch somewhere, like I'd be fine with that, you know? Yeah, that's good. That's good energy to bring into it. And speaking uh, of good energy, oh, we're going to bring you with some great energy today. We're going to hit you with that energy because today's stories include Horizon mm-hmm. 3 being confirmed, which what a great day to have me. Horizon 3, you know, that's that's my back. You yeah, know, we're going to be in Oh, I, I like that, it. That, that's what I'm about. I don't want to spoilers it. Right? We got Horizon 3 confirmed, Crystal mm-hmm. Dynamics' secret project, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. We're each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash wrong. Corrections only. I don't want any editorialization, any, oh, did you see the thing? Or, oh, I want to add my, st- just, just the, just the facts, mm-hmm. just the fact. When we just, mess up, hit, hit us with the, you're wrong. Just the facts. But if you want to go a little bit deeper, of course, Janet, they can hang out with us after the show. We'll tell them about that in a little bit. You know that. Oh man, you're, you already know what it is. And if you don't want to watch live, of course you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, or listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be part of the show head to kindoffunny.com slash kfg to write in with your questions squad ups and more and remember patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content some housekeeping for you. If you haven't already, check out Barrett's new video on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames all about why he loves Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order to get hyped for Survivor later this week. This is a topic that I've heard Barrett talk about so many times in passing, on shows, mentioning like whenever he kind of gets the chance, whenever it comes up. To just, so to have it be really collected and be like the full version of all those thoughts that Barrett has. And, you know, if you haven't seen Barrett from behind the ones and twos, like he can spit among the best of them. So please definitely go check that out because um, when Barrett like gets in his bag, it's unlike anything you've seen. So please roll with that. Freaking cue it up. Just roll through Barrett's Run content. It, you know, make it, it, make it an afternoon. Make it an evening. Oh, Why man. not? You could stay there all day and get lost in the Duffy with Barrett. Like, Janet, <laughs> how do you feel about Jedi? Fallen Order. Tell me about that. Is that your is that your game? Is that your thing? You know, honestly, the the series hasn't clicked with me yet because I jumped in like I jumped in really early okay. when it was like still really techno- technically rough, and I jumped in on an old console. So I'm looking forward to this next one to kind of like kick off the dust, jump in with something fresh, and see you know if they've kind of managed to pull off like hitting the ground running a little bit better mm-hmm. than they did last time. And then of course you know we're in a new generation. Um, there's a lot of hype around this, so I'm excited to check it out. It has a lot of the makings of what I like in terms of, I think, the traversal and how, like, that functions. Like, I dipped back in, but I haven't, um, you know, completely ran through it. Uh, what about you? What's your history with it? Uh, Janet, I stopped playing very early on because I did not like the map and the mm-hmm. traversal going back and forth trying to figure it out, so I dropped that a long time ago. A lot of people are mad at me. They say I should beat that game in preparation for number two. Well, I'll probably just play number two without playing like, the first one. And you were you like, know, Janet, Barrett, I, I should like just that. go to the second one, right? And I was like, no! <laughs> that's a terrible way to do that. Janet, do you have... This isn't God of War 2018 where you can just start (laughs) off with Kratos' story. This is going to be a sequel to Fallen Order where there's a big important story with the character growth of Cal Kess. Again, youtube.com slash kind of funny games. I'm playing a lot of X Defiance, you know. And Janet, are you concerned because there's a lot of games coming up here? You know, right around the corner, you talk about Jedi, then Redfall, and then, of course, Zelda. Are you concerned? A lot of games here. A lot of games for you. I mean... 
I'm no more concerned than I always am. I feel like I'm always on, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, we're here in California, like forest fires are a threat. It's like the fire <laughs> watch kind of thing where it's like, it's always kind of yellow. You know what I mean? Like, what have we been in green? I, I, also, I might be saying this out of order. I don't remember. I don't have it memorized. I'm not freaking Yogi Bear or the forest bear, whatever that bear's name is. Hey, but it's like, it's like, it's like that level, you know, I'm kind of always lightly on alert, but at the end of the day, I'll throw it all aside for Tears of the Kingdom. So it's like, we don't really have to worry too much. And no, who would blame me? You know what I mean? Like, we can just pass on through, but we'll see what I can knock out. Um, but what about you? Are you worried about juggling all these uh, titles we got coming up? Always, Janet, right? I mean, I'm always juggling different games. I'm always getting pushed and pulled different directions to try things, right? The only thing that has stuck with me right now is Crime Boss Rock Hay City. And that's just because I can't get enough of that terrible game. Worst. Just can't oh, get man. enough of it, Janet. Uh, I mean... I Minecraft Legends I had some fun with, but like quickly was like, okay, cool. Thanks for this RTS. I'm on the move. You know what I mean? So nothing has really grabbed me and said, hey, let's park the bus and hang out for a while. I will say I've seen at least, you know, to bring it back to you know, Baron and, and Jedi and all that conversation, um, which I feel you on that too, because I've been kind of in between uh, titles as well. I will say I saw at least one person like on Twitter, just like kind of through my feed like talking about the video being like, you know what? I kind of similar to you and me, Mike, where it's like, Hey, I kind of bounced off. it. I wasn't really feeling it. And them watching it. They're like, you know what? I'm on board now. Like this kind of made me a fan. It made me understand and appreciate it more. And I feel like that's what this kind of stuff's all about, right? A different perspective, a different angle, a fresher look at it. Uh, and speaking of fresh looks, if you missed it, a new love, sex, and stuff after dark is up on youtube.com slash kind of funny where Tim and Nick took live call-ins and learned a lot about one blessing at a junior. Again, I just read what's on here and no. I was like, I was getting scared. I was going through the sentence. We learned a lot about him, Channel. A lot. I didn't a lot. know where it was going. Um, and if you want to see where it's at, youtube.com slash kind of funny. And also, again, what Mike alludes to on YouTube and Twitch, there's going to be a 30 minute post show where Snowback Mike and me hang out and take your YouTube super chat questions. So the questions will be coming from YouTube super chat, but all y'all can check it out, hang out, and enjoy uh, what those answers hold for us. So stay tuned after today uh, to hang out with us before the next kind of funny stream starts. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Tripod Plus Plus and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Rocket Money, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin. What is and forever will be the Rupp Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. A baker's dozen. Very nice. Kicking off with the headliner, Gorilla casually confirms Horizon Forbidden West sequel. This comes over from Eurogamer, who writes, Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West's developer has casually confirmed something we all expected. Yes, that's right. We will be getting another outing with Aloy and company in the future. In a recent management update, Gorilla announced that its studio director and executive producer, Angie Smets, was set to start a new role at PlayStation Studios as head of development strategy. Along with the customary words of appreciation for Smet's work at the company, Gorilla also laid out the groundwork for its new look management team. Gorilla will now have Joel Eschler, Hella Schmidt, and Jan Bart Van Beek heading things up at the studio. And this is where things get interesting. Here is what Gorilla had to say on the new roles within the company. We have full confidence in our new leadership as they steer Gorilla towards a bright future, expanding the world of Horizon with Aloy's next adventure and our exciting online project. So there you have it. Horizon Trilogy has been confirmed. Mike, 
Does this surprise you? Janet, not at all. But, of course, I want to start off with, hey, congratulations, Angie. That's awesome stuff. It's always great to hear people moving through the ranks and doing awesome work and being, of course, rewarded for that awesome work. So congratulations on that. But, Janet, back to Horizon. Not at all. I mean, congratulations to the team. They're making some bangers out there. Uh, this game always looks stunning. It is awesome. The idea of futuristic robot dinosaurs was, of course, going to be a killer great choice. And every time I see screenshots of this, every time I, whenever I rarely turn on my PlayStation and play this game, I'm always blown away by what it is. And yeah, I think the trilogy had to be done, right, Janet? I, I don't think in my mind I expected them ever to stop this anytime soon, right? Yeah, I think this is definitely confirming what we've all like known expected sort of been rumored and i think even you know if you play through forbidden west no spoilers a lot of the conversation around that game is how it feels so set up for a continuation not that the first one wasn't but even more explicitly than i think the last time we kind of felt like it was very much a you know wish list horizon three now it's like kind of weird to end the game that way but all right you know why not <laughs> um it had a lot of that energy um uh, overall, like, how much time have you, like, really spent with the franchise? Is there anything that you're looking for? Because, you know, I'm not going to lie. I got a list ready to go. I'm locked and loaded oh, with my wish list th for Horizon 3. Then, Janet, we're going to keep it with you because, no, I have not spent much time with this. I've probably played a grand total of 20 hours between the two of them maximum, right? Not much time has been spent over with this franchise or game. But, yeah, that's why I would take it to you. It's like, give me some of the must-haves, Janet. And really what I also want to know. What's the location? Because that's what always mm. grabs me, right? Where's the location got to be? Man, for location, I didn't even have location. And I, I want to work on this more, too. Maybe make it like a full article or a video or something. Because like this is just something I was jotting down as I was playing through the DLC. You know, Burning Shores came out super recently. Talked about it on PS I Love You. Check that out. Blessings Review if you missed it. But uh, for location, <laughs> Maybe, like, maybe Mexico? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's going to be too, like, you know, I, I like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like, too, with, like, the exploration, the underwater, like, aspect, even though I'm not, like, a big fan, you know, chat saying space. I feel like space is definitely on the table. I'm not going to front. <laughs> if you know, you know. You know what I mean? Like, I think that could totally happen. I think Blessing jokingly predicted that, like, many years ago so i feel like we're heading for the moon and back you know um chat say got a lot of funny recommendations hawaii is definitely i think a good uh nod iowa's a funny nod like decrepit midwest why not my wish list for horizon three Lay it's it on a work me. in progress you know um it's like when you're scoping out what you're gonna put on your holiday list as a kid and then you make like that final draft like i haven't made my final draft yet but here are things i want i want loadouts Ooh. We have all these clothes, all these different weapons. Like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I only use like the sharpshooter bow when I'm like usually facing human enemies and not machines. We all have different styles. And I feel like being able to have custom loadouts where I can have like my stealth build, my melee build, different aspects of it um, would be awesome. Stop and, really like, quick. Way yeah, go ahead. Do you want these loadouts to be interchangeable on the fly or only back at a hub city? How I do you see this loadout system working? You know what I mean? How do you see it I would, working? I would prefer interchangeable, but I could live with, I have to click into the menu to do it. Because you kind okay. of live in the menus a lot in Horizon anyway. Like, you you know, if you're in the field and you're, like, scanning machines, like, you might just read the information there, but you might also, like, you know, tap the touchpad to get, like, the full read. So I feel like we're already kind of in the menus. I feel like it wouldn't be a big deal to, to be back in there a little bit more. And I'm already in the menus now with sw swapping out weapons. Because, again, I don't have... The, because I don't have the loadouts, if I want to take a different approach, I do have to go in there and usually 
add in a different thing, a bow, a trap, whatever. Um, I want a better dodge. I'm not ready to be Team Perry like Andy Cortez is, but okay. I just feel like the dodge in this game, like I would like a, a better dodge and a perfect dodge because I feel like it has like the short and the long. I never get quite enough distance. Aloy gets knocked down really fast and then she stays down for a long time. So tweaking of the dodge and or tweaking of the knockdown system like i want more ways to create distance so whether that's a dodge a tool whatever it may be that's what i'm looking for uh give me a way to fish in this game why are we out here we're just swimming in the water and you just hit triangle to pick up a fish it's silly it's tedious (laughs) she doesn't she doesn't swim fast enough to really catch up with these fish i'll just be go like i don't you know chat let me know if i'm if there's like some secret tip that i'm not like thinking of i can throw a bomb in there or something but like it it's too much um takes too long to get to these fish uh, my dream. I want sim elements in pretty much every game. I would like to be able to have a house slash farm. Um, and I want to have both real animals and machines. Like, let me have like a, oh my God, what are those called? Let me know chat. Like the little gazelle looking deer ones. I forgot the name of them offhand. They're super cute. Like they're great for getting, um, the blaze canisters and like queuing up on that. Let me have some of that. You know, I can Lance horns. Yes. Chat. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, over on Twitch. Um, let me have some of that so I can just better get materials. It'll be easier to grind for material. And, you know, you can make it something like you can make it however you want. It can be as challenging as you want to make it. It could be like different cauldrons I have to take over to get that ability. But let me farm materials quite literally. Um, let find, Make it easier for me to hunt for materials overall. They have the job system right now where you can um, you know, go to a merchant and say, oh, I want this uh arrow or this upgrade or whatever and they'll tell you what you need and you can kind of like track it down via the map um in general but just being able to like load up like give me 50 of these things and i can just easily hunt them more simplistically put regular animals on the map too i remember in like horizon zero dawn i was googling like where can i find rats (laughs) because it doesn't it tells you like where like the machine spawn but not where animals spawn so i would love a better sense of like and you can kind of use like some common sense like where do you think uh, this animal might be but you know like sometimes it gets a little in the weeds like uh, i was not the only one looking for rat bones uh, according to reddit for horizon zero dawn the first one um give me oh man better slash cleaner stat comparisons there are some see it does it tells you where the animal like i don't think it tells you where the regular animal spawn though chad i think it only has like the machines like mm, you can mm. if you track the job it'll show like where you can get like oh, okay this is where like this bone will be but it's it's not as you know more generalized or like a little bit more generalized but yeah better stack comparisons it does tell you like you can kind of compare things but i want a clearer plus and minus off of this stuff i just feel like the information isn't conveyed as clearly as it could be um i would love to see them unnerf the traps in this game um shout out to all my trappers in the chat if you were like me in the first game you were laying down 15 18 <laughs> 20 32 traps and you weren't fighting that the, the true mark of a pro gamer is avoiding combat and challenge at all costs you know i'll work my ass off to do nothing in horizon <laughs> you know what i mean uh-huh. Let me know if you ever did, if you had this strat in any game, Mike, where it's like, I'm out there grinding for materials. I'm laying down. I'm spending 30 minutes before I engage, you know? Yes. This is like, you can't, you can't breathe in this battlefield without <laughs> setting something off. That's I love that, I Jada. I, lo- I love that your mind works like that. I absolutely love it. There's people who just run in and go balls to the wall. I love that you take your time. Make sure that you own the battlefield. I like that chess game. I exactly. like that. Why not? It's not like 
I can't do anything else. But it's like, why would I want to? You know, this is where I live. <laughs> this is where I live. So I, I miss being able to do that. Um, and you can get upgrades to like lay down more traps, but they have like them very limited. And again, I know chat's like, oh, I don't use traps or I do. Everyone plays different. But yes. if you had that strategy in Zero Dawn, it's not something you could really implement in Forbidden West. And I didn't miss that. Um, still love the game, but you know, I, I miss my traps. Um, oh, God, I have bad handwriting, so I can't even read this next one. Another one. Golden slash, uh, yeah, a golden travel pack. So in Forbidden West, you can fast travel for free from okay. campfire to campfire, um, which is cool. That's fine. That's nice. But you can't, like, there's, in the first game, there was a golden, like, pack you could make, where it's like, you make this pack, you can go anywhere for free at any time. And people will argue that, like, oh, well, now that they have the fire to fire, it's better than the pack. Give me the pack, because I can still make packs to, like, go if I'm not by a fire. And also, once you get up there in the game, you know, I'm, like, 100 hours deep in this game. You know, uh, this is, you know, broke stuff for me, all right? I got 80, 50 traps in my collection right now. Just give me the golden one. What does it cost? Do you want a, a you know, a th thunder jaw heart? I don't care. I'll get it. I'll get it. It's not a matter of me not wanting to give you the money. I got 8 million shards. I'm just sitting on them, like... Give me the pack. Um, those are just off the top of my head. You know, let me know in the chat what y'all uh, got for other things you want. I like that, Janet. I'm very excited for this third. Entry. Hey, some great feedback right there from a seasoned vet like yourself. And I hope that they listen and take a lot of feedback from, of course, the audience and community out there. I have one for you, Janet, that you didn't bring up. And I need to know. Of course, Janet, as you know, I'm a big multiplayer fan. I love mm -hmm. a good co-op adventure. I love sharing moments with my friends. I would love to take down some robo dinos with my friend. Is it time for a co-op adventure in Horizon? I would love that to a degree. So, you know, I actually tweeted about this pretty recently, and they did mention, you know, like the, the nod to um, just online and all that stuff in general. And in general, like PlayStation is trying to push for more of those experiences and we've seen them for, like grow from base games i think with even you know ghost having that co-op dlc i do think dlc or a additional mode mm. is a little bit better suited for horizon in my opinion i think it's so challenging and i know you know there's plenty of examples of amazing co-op mandatory games or co-op optional games even you know I talk all the, all the time about Sackboy's Big Adventure. Like, I love that game. You know, you can. I think it's fun alone and fun with other people. However, I think especially in games that have more dynamic systems than, no offense, platformers, there's inherently kind of like a simplistic idea where the, the depth of platformers comes from the level design purely because the mechanics are fairly simplistic. You rarely have more than just, you know, a jump, a double jump, whatever. People switch it up, but it is a lot less layered than I think what you see in an RPG where you have, you know, again, the loadouts, the stuff, the elemental, like mm -hmm. it just has a lot of things going on. Um, I think it's really challenging to balance games that have that are that deep that have both single and the online kind of other co-op kind of option not that it can't be done or that it hasn't been done again you're feel, feel free to sign off in chat or mike if you have examples of yeah, that yeah. things that find you know the halo background i'm sure you think of come course, to mind of course for, yeah yeah for deep systems um i too you know i played halo one i know i sound a million years old now but that's my one halo experience <laughs> uh and it was fun you know we put the we did the happy birthday grunt thing where you the headshots come on amazing right yeah yeah every game should have that Every, why is that not in every every that, video game? It's those so fun. fun things should be in there. Yeah, Janet, I think to myself, it's like you do think of such a big masterpiece that is Horizon, right? It's a big, awesome media experience. Maybe a smaller standalone where we try co-op yeah. out, right? I go to on the Xbox side of things, Gears Hive Busters, right? Like, mm -hmm. sure, you loved Gears Five, you liked Gears Four, and they've all been co-op, but like Gears Hive Busters is a 
two to three night experience that you can play with your friends. Just fun to get into the world and like see that world from a different light. And like, I would love to see Horizon maybe make a smaller experience, maybe one small island like you talked about, right? Where, hey, try co-op. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see if we can break the game and have some fun. That would be a cool experience for me. I think too, especially like I wasn't that hot on it personally, but and I, Mike, I forget what your opinions are if you played this. But what was it called? Wild Hearts, like EA's yes, Monster uh -huh, Hunter, the like. Monster Hunter, yeah, yeah. While that did not click for me because it still had the Monster Hunter to me again. Problem is like my perspective on like what I look for in a game. Like I just wasn't as interested of it being so. Um, like drawn out you know those are really long mm -hmm. challenging mm -hmm. battles in horizon you get some of that but on a much more casual level and that's what i like about horizon like you do have to think but like not as much you might have to fight for a while but not quite as long like i think the ba the battles are a lot more manageable but i think playing something like wild hearts you know does i see the vision a little bit right where especially with i think the verticality that wild hearts created in its kind of fortnite-esque build system i feel like we got a lot of nods to that in zero um not zero dawn in burning shores the horizon dlc that just dropped again hit up ps i love you if you want more info on that but something me and blessing talked about a lot was the verticality in the use of the geysers combined with the glider and kind of creating more movement and dynamics in that i i can definitely see a world where taking that on with someone else would be fun and horizon does not to that a lot in just how often especially in forbidden west and the dlc you are with a co-op companion who is doing something you know they're not like caring or anything i don't think you can just leave them alone but they take down machines they can do things they'll call stuff out and the idea of like i can kind of you know you see the vision right it's like that npc could just be someone that i actually know you know it could be mike it could be blessed it could be greg yep, yep. and how fun that would be to like again talking about different styles have one person be the trap person, have one person be like the person luring them, taking them out. Like, I think there's so much fun to be played with there. I don't know that I'd want it in a full game if I could have my way, but I could see it being successful in a full game. I'd probably prefer it in a more standalone mode. And then if anything, maybe there's a spinoff game that's co-op if they see that it's success. And then it kind of, you have your cake and eat too, right? It's like, hey, if it sucks, it doesn't really like muddy the franchise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if it's good, you're like, wow, look at how good this spinoff game is. Like, you know, I think you can kind of have your cake and eat too in that way. I think um, the perfect middle ground for that is like maybe just like a challenge room all about hunts, right? Like you think of yeah. Monster Hunter and they had the smaller arena where they throw the dino in with you and you fight that crazy monster. What if it was just small challenge rooms that you and your friend or maybe two others can jump in and we give you the big giant robo dino and you go hunt it down and we keep it smaller and simpler instead of the whole game. That could be a little good blend of both right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there's some really cool things coming down the pipeline for uh, this franchise and I'm excited to see what direction they take it, what they pick as their stick for this game. I feel like forbidden West, the main thing was the, um, the melee combat improvements and like the underwater aspect was kind mm -hmm. of their headlining topics to a degree. So I'm interested, you know, plus plenty of lore stuff too. It's not the only thing they led with, but I feel like that was kind of one of the big focus points. So I'm interested in, in seeing now they're two games in, you know, I have my own opinions, chat has their own opinions, you have your own opinions. What is the team, the people that are, you know, in it, what are they looking at for that next step of iteration? Where, what gaps do they see? Are they the same ones I see? Are they different ones? You know, do I not even know what I want and they're going to give it to me? Very exciting when you're on like kind of that cusp of things. And speaking of being on the cusp, we got story number two for you. Marvel's Avengers developer is playtesting a secret new game. This comes over from Game Rant, which writes, Marvel's Avengers developer Crystal Dynamics is already gathering playtesters for a new secret project. 
Crystal Dynamics had already made a name for itself by developing the Legacy of Kane series and the Tomb Raider reboot franchise games before releasing Marvel's Avengers in late 2020. Shout out to Greg Miller. Uh, my words, not theirs. With his team-based live service superhero action title, publisher Square Enix hopes to capitalize on the success of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and games like Marvel's Spider-Man and Batman Arkham series, but this ultimately wasn't to be. As far back as Marvel's Avengers pre-release build-up, the game had caught significant backlash for its character designs and the touted live service <clears throat> model, the latter of which raised concerns that Marvel Avengers would be uh, paid to win in its mechanics. This would only grow as Marvel's Avengers launched to a lukewarm response from players, culminating in the announcement that support for Marvel's Avengers will end later this year. The latest Marvel's Avengers update that was released late last month was its last and made all of the game's cosmetic items completely free of charge on top of two final skins for Iron Man and Thor. It seems like Crystal Dynamics is already working on its next project ahead of Marvel's Avengers impending demise and is looking for players to test it out. As reported by PC Games late last week, Crystal Dynamics has sent out email invitations to fans who filled out a recent Legacy of Kane survey to participate in upcoming tests. This playtest will be done remotely with the email requiring would-be participants to have a PC or Mac with the webcam, mic, and Microsoft Teams installed. A representative from Crystal Dynamics would confirm that these invitations are genuine, but declined to comment on what the playtesting in question is for. Mike, what would you want to see out of this coming off of Marvel's Avengers? Man, that's a great question there, Janet. That's a, a lot going on over with Crystal D over there, right? Because, of course, they're helping the initiative over on the Xbox side of things reboot Perfect Dark. I am a Crystal Dynamics fan, right? I loved the Tomb Raider reboot series. I was a big fan of what they created. Then, of course, I think a lot of us will say, yeah, we had fun with Marvel's Avengers single player. Maybe the multiplayer didn't do it for many of us. And the big problem, of course, is we got stuck behind the games as service tag, which a lot of teams, I think, were chasing that trend and probably learned a valuable lesson of maybe we don't do that. Let's just ship a good game at first, and then we can add content. But uh, for me, I would look for another great, awesome adventure game. Right now, my priority for Crystal Dynamics is, of course, Perfect Dark, right? That's what I want to see out of them as the big Xbox fan here at Kind of Funny. But when I think of that team, man, oh, man, they make awesome adventure games. I don't know about Legacy of Kane. I never played that one. But uh, if there's another one and it's in anything that I've seen from that team, I'll be excited about it. What about you? Um, I'm kind of in a similar boat, like, of with like a, a little bit more removed than I think you in terms of like having like that Xbox connection, seeing that, you know, they work on Perfect Dark, which Chad has mentioned like, oh, I'm pretty sure it's like a different team within that team, right? Um, obviously, you can have a studio working on multiple projects. Yeah, and that's not uncommon. Um, but yeah, you know, much like you, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I'm ha coming off as a weirdly an old head on this episode, but I'm like, I'm just not into like the live, you know, online stuff, the live service aspect in general. Like I was never enticed by that in Marvel's Avengers, just not my style of uh, gameplay for the most part. There are very few live service games that end up hooking me. And even the ones that hook me, like you have me, but like, I'm not really there. I'm just kind of like, I'm there, I'm there culturally. You know what I mean? Like I got my Fortnite, you know, the crew or whatever, but like, have I opened it in a while? You know, mind your business, right? It's like, uh, all right, I'm living my life. It, again, it's like the gym membership of gaming where it's like, I'm there, I'm giving my money. I'm like, at any time, I could, you know, I, I, I could pull it back and then I'm right back in there. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. So I definitely would like to see something more uh, traditional. I mean, I'd be shocked if they went like a different route. Um, but, you know, it's cool to see that they were like in those early phases and that they've also like been willing to confirm that, yeah, we're like looking into stuff. We're playtesting things, um, obviously, from the unsurprisingly, right, with the having like the, the mic and the webcam and all that, like these are going to be 
this is probably the first or early iterations of direct conversations with players on what they're looking for, what they might be, you know, I don't know if there's going to be like a, you know, a license thing, if they're kind of building the bones of it and then kind of seeing what, what's the skin and lore that's going to go on top of it. I'm not really sure what their approach to this is going to be, but I'm excited at, again, something new. I'm always looking for what that next thing is. Obviously, Marvel's Avengers didn't pan out, but I do think there was some really sound design in that main campaign. So, you know, I'm optimistic about what's to come next. It can't, <laughs> it's going to sound really mean, but I don't think it could be worse, right? Then what happened? Like, it was pretty rough. It was a rough time. It was a rough launch. And it didn't end up being what people wanted it to be. I think the, anything new is going to move them forward in some way. Like, I have to feel like this is going to be a step in the right direction in terms of refreshing the conversation, I think, around Crystal Dynamics. And, you know, maybe Perfect Dark is going to be the, the first piece of goodwill in a while that are kind of keep get the ball rolling in this conversation about what crystal dynamics brings to the table. Yeah. I'm excited to see what it is, Janet. I, I don't know. You'll have to correct me. I'm sure the chat will as well, right? You think of perfect dark is going on. Then of course you have this unannounced game that's being play tested or, you know, wants to move in that direction. What about tomb Raider? Didn't they announce recently that someone's making a tomb Raider? I would assume it's that team, right? Janet's. You know, I don't fully remember offhand what's going on with Tomb Raider. Um, so that's going to have to, you know, be like, if y'all hit us up on it, like mm -hmm. if anyone like, if it comes to mind. But like, I'm not exactly sure what's up with Tomb Raider at I'm, this yeah. point. I'm pretty sure that's Eidos now. You think it's, I was going to say, I, I believe we have a Tomb Raider game, but like, do you worry that there's too many projects, too many chefs in the kitchen cooking at once there, and you should focus on one or the other? That's where I really want to take this conversation with you, Janet. Like, when you think of a team, right, and I know they work on multiple projects, but do you worry that, like, hey, maybe we got too much going on at once? I think in this case, not as much, because Perfect Dark is so much more of a revival vibe where it has so much more, like, established groundwork, while this, I imagine, to some degree, is more foreign right so i feel like it's i don't know who among us doesn't have multiple projects you know what i mean like yeah, I, yeah, I, I gotta true. look in the mirror like i'm kind of juggling a couple things <laughs> on myself right so I, you know especially with how they can like split up the team um i'm not too worried about having multiple things going i think if anything that helps create sort of a a good flow of content coming out and things that they're working on and hopefully also like i think freedom too right like who's to say that this we ever see what this is you know i talk about all the true, time where true. for as often as we get delays and you know occasional like completely canceled games or things that got leaked that never came to fruition or things that take a long time there's so many things that like we don't even know because we'll never know you know what i mean like yep. this is like a kind of a a novel or you know i wouldn't say unusual story because we've seen like little like leak things like that job postings whatever like that's pretty common discussion but we don't usually are privy to those like in the room where it happens because it is so behind the scenes it is so testing things out it's getting the feel getting the vibe you know like nda to hell like it, the, it, for good reason right like these are people that are out there experimenting checking things out seeing what direction they want to take it in um so that's the funny thing about this too like we won't even know like when we see it will that even be this thing well, i don't know <laughs> true, what this is. True. Like, you know they could show something completely different than what they have in mind um i think just getting in those beginning phases of figuring out what that is or being like i have this what do y'all think about it and how can we start to pivot to make this the best that it can be um, is really where they're at. And I think it's a good spot to be at. Uh, I'm a fan of this team. I like their work. So let's see where they go, Janet. I'm all about it. 
Um, and speaking of where you'll go, let's talk about where your screenshots won't go or will go because Xbox confirms that players can no longer post screenshots directly to Twitter. This comes from Games Radar. What's talked about a little bit um, before last week, like there were yes. some rumblings of it, mm -hmm. but now it's kind of more solidified. This is why we finally brought to the table for y'all. Uh, the article reads, Xbox has confirmed that players can no longer share screenshots directly with the social media platform Twitter. After players took to social media to ask why the screenshot sharing functionality has stopped responding, Xbox confirmed that the feature was disabled, although you can still share your favorite moments via the Xbox app, it seems. Quote, we have had to disable the ability to share game uploads to Twitter directly from the console and game bar on Windows, Xbox explained. You can still share your favorite moments to Twitter via the Xbox app for Android and iOS. Xbox didn't clarify why Twitter posting was disabled, although it may be de uh, due to the changes and their associated costs that Elon Musk has made to Twitter's API. Mm. The Xbox team did, however, set up step-by-step -step instructions on how to keep sharing your screenshots on Twitter via your phone. Um, and they have this tweet where they kind of talk about a quick lesson on sharing your screenshots and clips to Twitter via your phone. We love to see them. Go to the Xbox mobile app. Go to my library. Captures choose your screenshot and clip and then hit share and then hit Twitter. And then they have like a full post written up if you need any more info on that. So Mike, I want to know like, are, how often are, are you sharing posts to Twitter directly? Are you, what's the, what's your social media gaming look like to you? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, how might this change how you move in the future? Or are you like, I was keeping it all to myself anyway, <laughs> you know, what to people using it. I, I was trying to share some of my cool screenshots that I was getting from Xbox. And I did enjoy the functionality of, Take the screenshot, post it directly to, of course, Twitter. I think a lot of people like that from your Nintendo Switch, your PlayStation, your Xbox. We were just kind of ingrained and liked that. I think it's interesting that I can't do it directly from the console, Janet, but I can use the Xbox phone app and then still upload it to Twitter, right? Like, so I'm still technically putting things up to Twitter. I just can't directly do it from the console, which is odd to me. But at the same time, like, shout out to the app. The app works flawlessly. I use it very, very often, and it is easy enough for me just to pick up my phone, share it directly from the app. But it, it is a little down. It is a little down on the Xbox side to hear that because I think people really enjoy being able to share their clips and their videos. And it is cool to be able to just to take the clip, put it right onto Twitter. I, I do that often, yes. What's the last thing you uh, shared on there? Uh, you know what? It probably, see, here's the tough part. Now that we review games, you and I, Janet, I can't do a lot of like early stuff, but like I'll always save one. Probably the last one I did was Minecraft Legends with my cute bunny okay. hats. Uh, I did give Minecraft Legends a quick $20 to buy a cute bunny hat in the game. Yeah. So shout out to you, Blackbird Interactive. But yeah, I think, geez, that was just last week. I probably would have shared some Dead Island stuff, but uh, didn't can't do it early in review season like that, you know? When you are looking for what you're sharing, are you just sharing? Is it kind of just whatever like comes to mind? Is it like highlights, like pro gamer moments? Mm, is it, mm. is it, is it aesthetic? Is it comedy? Is it like your fuck ups? Like what's your, what's it, your ideology behind that? Oh, like what's getting shared? It's everything, Janet. You said it so well. It's everything, right? It might be my cool Andy Cortez like headshots that I get in Halo. I want to share with my friends. It might just be like, hey. I'm playing Yakuza 0, like share your fun with me because I'm excited to jump into this franchise. Or, hey, it's day one of Minecraft Legends. Let's share the hype and enthusiasm for a new game. So I'm sharing anything. And really what it comes down to is like, can I find a good screenshot? I think a lot of my friends like Washburn in general, is like really good at photo mode, Janet. I don't know if you've ever like, if you're really good at it, but like Washburn, no. <laughs> he, he works it right to the point where like, 
I'm snoozing, waiting for him to do it. Also, shout out to Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know if you've played that co-op experience, but they had photo mode with both of you in the photo mm. mode. I thought that was wicked dope, Janet. More games and multiplayer should allow that. But uh, he does all the fun stuff with, like, photo mode itself. I just try to get a cool screenshot. I post it, run away, never think twice about it. Yeah, no, the people that can do photo mode, like, for real, like, I honestly feel like at this point, what class do I gotta take? You know what I mean? I yeah. took photography in high school and I did, you know, I did AP photo. I think I got like, I don't know, a three or a four on the exam. Like I did all right for myself. Did it give me college credit? No, that shit's kind of a lie, to be honest. Don't do it just for the credit. They're, they're trying to sell it like you're gonna save 10,000. You're not gonna save the 10,000. I owe all of it and I'm gonna owe it for a while. Hopefully they don't bring back the payments anytime soon. But um, yeah, like every time I see people who like really rock the photo mode stuff i'm like blown away um you know my partner isaiah actually made a like social he's like working on a social media platform for photo mode it's called photo mode.io it's like already up like y'all can look at it sign up if you want whatever and it has like you know fairly small user base right it's like new he like made it not that long ago but the people on there that are like in it are making masterpieces and like i went to upload you know just for the culture right i'm like oh i'm gonna support i signed up i'm like yeah of course of course isaiah i got you and i'm out here posting like my whack ass like <laughs> second grade <laughs> photography <laughs> next to people who are like i don't i don't even know how to how to encapsulate it like i didn't i didn't even know we had those settings you know what i mean like yes yes I, I, i'm already pushing on do i know f-stop you know what i mean it's like i kind of know but like remind me again right it's like i'm going left i'm going right like it's it's ridiculous so yeah people have a real talent for it obviously i think there's definitely um you know, um, Big Loss sounds very dramatic for what this is, but it definitely is a hit. Um, yeah. I hope to see that it comes back soon. Uh, and I also hope that, like, this doesn't become widespread to uh, more platforms, like you mentioned. Because I really do love sharing directly on Twitter, even yep. though I'm not going to front. It is a pain to either use the voice thing or to type it in by hand. Also, I don't know how it is on Xbox. Let me know if you know. I don't know how crass you're getting in your captions. But on PlayStation, you got to be, like, super PG with it. Yes, you do. Like, yes, you do, Janet. You got to be PG with it. I hate that. We need to get that fixed. And I know it's for whatever good reason, right? We don't want people saying like really bad stuff, but it's like, I don't know, man. Like we gotta, I can't, I can't say, say ass. ass in here. Yes. Like, exactly. right. Like Come sometimes on. like, you know, and then, and then you can so tell that like when I censor it too, I'm like, wow, this is a really good moment. It's like, I don't talk like this. Yeah. yeah. You know what I do a lot of Janet back in the day, what I used to do is I would send the screenshot to Twitter, whatever text, but immediately just steal the photo delete the mm. tweet and then re-upload the yeah. tweet with the photo. That's what I was using it a lot for was like, just get the, get the photo out there so I can quickly grab it, put it on my phone and alter it or just retweet whatever I want. You know what I mean? So that's what I was yeah. doing a lot of. I had that too. I had like, um, I still have actually like a, a switch burner, like <laughs> account with like a, with like a burner Twitter where nice. I just like post, get photos off of there. And of course the app allows you to do a lot of stuff too. So, you know, it is, nice at least like they had the infrastructure ready to go and i think that's the importance too of having your own stuff which of course microsoft is huge on because that's like why they have the fucking console right it's like the idea of the, the ecosystem being all in on it but this is where you really see the benefit of them having like that additional technological support not that they're the only ones with an app right mm -hmm. but i think the fact that it works well you know prepares for stuff like this and speaking of things that work well remember you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free and speaking of ads let us tell you about our sponsors. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? 
Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right, you, you, you out there. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to Rocket money.com slash kind of funny that's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny r-o-c-k-e-t-m-o-n-e-y.com slash kind of funny next up call of duty the board game kicks off a series meant for competitive and co-op play you know talking about the competitive time of the co-op let's go some polygon uh call of duty the board game is an attempt to translate the thrilling high stakes action of the classic franchise of first person shooters at the table Developer Arcane Wonders, uh, known for a sheriff of Nottingham, Nottingham. Now I feel like you with the cover thing. It's like it's all oh, in my head, you right? Know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Anyway, y'all know what I what that should say. Uh, the Dice Tower Essentials says its new strategy game is heading to Kickstarter this fall with a retail release worldwide by holiday 2024. But how will the game actually play? And why? And what should fans expect from the Texas developer's long-term partnership with Activision? Arcane Wonders tells Polygon that the design goal for COD the board game is to recreate the experience of playing the video game using novel combat, movement, and line of sight mechanics. While it will include large-scale 35-millimeter miniatures, it's not a miniatures war game, and the action won't be slowed down by things like charts or rulers. It will be set in the era of the 2019 reboot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare and include the same weapons and memorable maps that fans love. When it lands at retail, the two-player-based game should be available for $50 and multiple sets can be ultimately combined for four-player matches. However, the team at Arcane Wonders stressed this isn't a rehash of any particular series. It's a new entry in the long and storied history of Call of Duty. And just like the live service games currently in the marketplace, it will grow and expand with its player base. Quote, Call of Duty the board game is a series of products within the same game system, starting with an initial core sets, uh, says Brian Pope, one of the game's designers. From there, additional products will add new features to the game, such as operators, weapons, maps, and even new modes over time. In addition to competitive and tournament-style play, he continued, we also are creating cooperative campaigns for the game in the future that will allow one to four players to progress through a challenging and immersive story. And then jumping down a little further in the article, they talk about, okay, well, FPS board game, what does this look like? And they're still not ready to fully show the details, but going back to the article, here's what Pope had to say. Obviously, we'll be unveiling more as we get closer to launch, but we really feel this game captures the immersion of a first-person shooter. Players simultaneously plan out their moves secretly and then resolve those at the same time on the map. Line of sight is easily determined by colored lines on the map. And when you do have eyes on your opponent, combat happens. It's all about outsmarting and outmaneuvering your opponent to get in the best possible position to win a in a fight. Uh, Mike, are you going to be picking this up? Are you a board game person? Janet, I have a rich history with board games where I'm I have scared. a closet 
full of board games yeah, that is say, still rich history with like a lot cellophane. of money uh, spent on board games. How much time are you spending? There on was this time, stuff? right, where there was this show on Hulu. I don't know what it was. It was all about board games. It had like Will Wheaton and it had like Felicia Day on it. And they would do like three board games in every episode, Janet. And I would write all the board games down and then immediately buy them on Amazon. And then I'd shove them in the closet because I had no one to play it with. It was just me alone, you know. And so I have all those board games still. Will I buy this? Yes. Will I play this? No. Am I excited Spoken about like this? You know? buying board games. <laughs> Am I excited about the idea? Of course, right? I love that idea because my favorite part is to walk into these nerd shops, right, Janet? And you see Bloodborne, the board game. You've seen Horizon Forbidden West, the board game. And you always go, hmm, how does that play? And you've never seen anyone in your entire life play them ever. You know what I mean? And so this will be just like that where I go, hmm. How does Call of Duty play? And then I look around, no one's ever played it, and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I just walk away. You, you know, it would be a great bit, uh, similar to uh, a, an old KFAF bit, is uh, if you, Nick, and Andy play, but you only get one turn every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy this game, Janet, yes. <laughs> Janet, what do you think about video games that become board games? Have you ever jumped into any of these? You know, I haven't yet. I know, like, there's, uh, I think, the real-life version of Machine Strike, which Machine Strike's a very contentious <laughs> mode in the horizon community i feel like it's actually better than i thought it was when i took the time with it however yeah it's probably not hitting the highs of um you know gwent which everyone's oh. chasing that gwent high everyone wants to be gwent Love and no gwent. one's been gwent and it's been a lot you know what i mean like i i i feel like the affliction from afar you know like i see y'all want it so bad and it hasn't happened yet um but again machine strike is actually uh, a lot more decent than I thought it would be once I had to play some of it for the trophies. Um, but I haven't dipped into any game board games yet. I know Stardew has one and people oh. are like, mm. I don't, I've heard mixed things on the Stardew one is uh, mostly just in terms of just how like deep it runs and like the complexity of it, which of course is a complex game. Yeah, very layered, but like those, and that's the thing too, like board games, I am still like in my earlier phases. You know what okay. I mean? Like I have board games, but the the most intense board game that I've played and enjoyed is Everdell. Shout out to Everdell. I love that game. It's like, it's based on like a little forest and the board game has like a little tree that you make and you got like a little woodland animals. And you know, if you know me, you know, I like cute shit. So I was like, it's cute. It's great. And the back of the board, the back of the game, and I wish I had it on me. Chat, let me know if you know the runtime of this game. It probably says something like 30 to 60 minutes or something, right? I swear to God on everything that I hold dear we were in this shit for like the whole fucking day like and i had a good time it was a great game but especially like learning it the first time you know that that first run through was always really long it took so long and it, and, and, I started, and halfway through the game and i played with my whole family it was like me isaiah um my brother and his now wife and we were all playing and like halfway through the game and i'm working hard you know my brain's on max settings right now i'm fucking heated trying to learn all this shit isaiah's trying to explain it because he's good at explaining shit I'm getting it together. I did win, so shout out to, you know, the, one one for one in Everdell, undefeated champ in my household. Halfway through the game, my brother's like, I just now understood what I was supposed to be doing. I'm not going to be able to come back. I have mentally left the building, and I'm like, oh, and no. we have like three hours left. Like, it took so long. So that's the thing. Um, I feel like these ones do have a bit of a heavier lift than the much more casual things that I do, which are like, you know, I'll hit up uh, freaking uh kim joy's magic bakery or whatever the fuck like that game's that game rules like uh, i just got a little wordy which is like wordle but a board game kind of oh, thing okay you know 
official in the chat, right? Shout out to Munchkin. I did play Munchkin. I have to relearn every time I play it because the gap is too big. That's it's the so only thing fun. that sucks. We have a Adventure Time themed Munchkin, which is really fun. Yeah, it's really good. Or like, um, I love Five, five Minute Dungeon, and that one straight, straight up is five minutes. You yeah. know, it's like you're five guaranteed. Five Minute Dungeon kicks ass. It's so good. So I'm much more in the quick hit moments mm-hmm. um i like that so i don't know if this is like you know this is a heavier left for a franchise i don't play but if we had it i would definitely play it i'll give it a, give it a whirl why not it doesn't cost me nothing because someone else probably bought it uh, i'll oh, buy it. it i'm gonna buy it you know? right. my, my favorite part about <laughs> this is like we're gonna use it we, like, we got dlc it. we got dlc for this board game coming don't you worry more operators yeah, more I mean, guns more maps I, and you're like okay let's stop stop right now this is why like, i appreciate for board games isn't out of the ordinary mike <laughs> i know but like Call of Duty doesn't need that, you know? Call of Duty doesn't need it. I do appreciate, though, like, us having the same vibe of, like, some... And I don't do this for all the time. I'm not I'm not as wild as you are with it. But, like, sometimes, like, I just begin stuff to have it. Like, the other day, <laughs> literally, I had, like... And I told the story, I think, on Peace, I Love You. But I had, like, an intense need one day i woke up and i thought about getting this for a long time and i just never did and then i was like you know what i really need to get this i was like isaiah we need to go to the store i need to buy this item i i, I could give you a that you're there there's no way you could guess what this is so i'm just gonna jump straight to it you know if you're listening take a second what could i possibly have bought if you don't already know you would never guess it's of course the super mario bros encyclopedia I had to have I it had to have it had to have it jen i, like, I love that I was go. I, I went to my local uh, video game store. I hit up Barnes and Noble. Like I was looking on the on the site, thinking of like. I, and then I, when I walked in, I didn't know where it would be, so I had to ask the worker. Like I'm looking for this, you know, thing, and I was wearing like my Animal Crossing dress, and it's like very, it's all very cliched. But have I read any of this? I have read maybe one sentence. Like there you go, Janet. Ten- That's all you need. Because by the time the day was done, I was kind of too tired, and then I just never opened it again. And now it's just now it just lives with me. Janet, I love that because, of course, <laughs> up at the Tahoe house, I was getting everything ready right before I moved. Of course, I put in all this effort to make it a home finally before I finally leave. Right, and I I got a coffee table, and I was like, you know what a coffee table needs, Janet. A whole lot of video game art books. Hell and yeah. I went on Amazon and bought about 15 of those things, right? Oh, my God. I probably That's too opened much up, for a coffee table. I probably opened like them two. up once, you know what I mean? Never, I'm never opening those things. Now, they put in a box, got thrown in the garage. See ya. You know, never saw them again. You, know? you need to do, like, Mike's <laughs> ultimate day. Like, I would tune in for this live stream. Mike's <laughs> ultimate day, and you just dig into, like, all this random It's yes. Storm's Wars, yes. but it's just Mike's <laughs> shit. Storm's yeah. Wars is right. But, Jenna, oh, I love man. that. Yeah, if you got that urge you got that feeling get out there and go spend some money enjoy your life you know have some fun with it exactly uh so we can have some fun let's close it out with uh, a little factoid about the super mario bros movie which holds off evil dead rise for its third weekend box office victory this comes from ign which writes the super mario bros movie is jumping ever closer to 1 billion in its third weekend in theaters as it has brought in another 58.23 million domestically on its way to a global total of 871.83 million as reported by comscore the super mario bros movie is sitting at 434. 32 million in North America and only saw a minor drop of 37% from last week's 87 million performance. Its 58.23 million run helped secure its best third weekend domestic box office earnings for an animated film as it passed Incredibles 2's 46.41. As it stands, it has now placed just ahead of Spider-Man No Way Home's 56.02 million to secure the seventh best domestic third weekend ever. Mike, does this surprise you? And also, are you part of the Mario movie legion of stands? I mean, first off, it does not surprise me. Big congratulations to the team over at Nintendo and beyond because 
It is a great movie. It is beautiful. It is everything that families and, of course, gamers will go out and love. So, no, not at all. I am a Mario movie stan. I want them to make more Janets. And so I'm all about this. And that's why I want to flip the question back to you is, first off, do you be- can you believe this? Are you excited about this? And, Janet, when we're ready to make Nintendo property movie number two, where do we go? Oh, man. Am I excited about it? I mean, I think shout out to the team, right? Like, yeah. it's great for them to have that success. Obviously, people have really enjoyed the Mario movie. I didn't really like it that Ooh, much, which okay. is shocking. Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm, I'm dropping this at, like, one minute left in the show. So, like, if y'all want to get at me, hit the Super Chats. We'll hit talk about it. Hit the Super Chats. We'll um, dive in. <laughs> but it did look really beautiful, and it did have, like, some nostalgia vibes. Uh, and I did laugh a lot during the movie. So, you know... Not the worst. And my dad liked it. So okay. Like, yeah, there we go. Whatever. Yeah, I've taken bigger L's at AMC than the Mario movie, unfortunately. Because <laughs> I was I was, I was, watching everything for a while because I had the stubs. I just dropped stubs. So now it's like a whole other thing. Um, now I really got to be vigilant now because it's like, okay, these are this is actual money. Stubs money doesn't feel real because you're already paying it. It's like, <laughs> I, I got to go. I love that. Love that. I, got, I am sad, though, because now when they say, like, and a special thanks to you, like, it's not me anymore. I'm not the elite. You You're know? not liked, in there. You're not there. I, did Was the A-list line ever shorter for concessions? No, but I walked there because Janet, I earned it. You know what I mean? I, I'm from a small town, Janet. We had one movie theater, and it had one line, and that's all. I knew the lady behind the counter. It was a nice family mom and pop shop. I moved down here to San Francisco. Now they got two lines. The guy's telling me I'm in the wrong line because I don't got a special pass for that. All I want is some soda and some popcorn. You Mike, know? I'll take you to a I, local theater. I'll I take you to a mom and pop shop theater <laughs> that I really I didn't love. know we needed a pass for the line. You know, It's so crazy, Janet. It's so wild. Yeah, they got to get that TSA pre for, you know, the AMC. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, I I think, to go back to your other question, what's coming up next? Yeah, what's um, next? You know, well, I mean, obviously, <laughs> light spoilers for the, or spoilers for the Mario movie tease. If you haven't seen it, you don't want to know okay. what they tease at the end of, like, the second post credits. This is your warning for that bit. Um, they show, like, the egg cracking, like the Yoshi egg. So I do think they're probably going Yoshi next. Um, oh. I don't. I don't know if they'd go Yoshi's Island. Um, maybe, you know, okay. kind of makes sense. Like, I, I don't know. Um, and then, um, but what I would love to see, deep cut, deep as fuck cut. Let me know in the chat if y'all know what I'm even talking about for this. I would love to see, you know, I was like, oh, Luigi's Mansion. And yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be great. Let's just go weird with it. Let's just, let's just go into the weeds. Give me um, Mario movie from the books. The adventure books that came out, if you read those when you were a kid or when you were maybe in high school because you're older, I don't know, whatever. I don't know how old you are listening to the show. The Mario movie adventure books, the Mario adventure books were so fun. And I read one called Brain Drain, where, like, I think at one point, like, Yoshi, his brain was, like, swapped with, like, another mind. It got got bonkers. Like, it's a whole thing. That's crazy. Some some horror, right? Give me okay, some, okay. some some strange shit, right? As long as it looks good, no one's going to care what's happening. So just put anything on there. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Why not? I love that, Janet. Yeah, get crazy with it. Go wild. But of course, you know, the next thing for the Mario movie franchise is so far away. If I want to know what's coming to mom and grab shops today, where would I look? Janet, I would point you and the best friends to, of course, the upcoming list of upcoming software and titles brought to you by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah, I forgot you don't do the jingle. I know. You don't do that jingle. 
uh, out today. We got uh, Runark uh, for PC, Shadows of Doubt for PC, Smile for me for Switch, and God, if I know what icon this is, and uh, Transmorgify for PC. What is this platform that Ooh. is listed here? I have to like, oh my God, I'm digging, I'm digging in the weeds here. I don't know what this image is. I have to, I'll have to show you later. It's like a, it's blue and it has like a triangle shape to it. I don't, I don't know what this is. This is from okay. like IGN's like upcoming oh, game. Oh yeah, this I is a crazy puppet game. I've Sh- seen this one. Shout out to Smile for me. This was the game that I played at the mix, Mike. I remember like you yep. seeing me uh-huh. play this for a while. Yeah, it seems to be some really interesting, like you're kind of at a mental health uh, institution and you're like kind of helping people uh, deal with uh, some things, but you're still in an institution and things get real weird and real creepy real fast, especially if you stay up at night. Um, You know, maybe uh, there's some commentary on, you know, people helping other people and institutions uh, maybe not liking that uh, for the lack of profit. I don't know. But uh, yeah, really cool, really weird game. Uh, The whole kind of main mechanic is uh, you communicate uh, by uh, shaking your head uh, left and uh, left to right or up and down to say yes or no uh, using mm. the camera controls. So that's how you mainly communicate. Uh, super cool and super weird. Um, uh, definitely pre- uh, prepare for some charm, but also prepare for some real creepy vibes. I'm going to say so. Yeah, I feel like this would be keep good that on, on your uh, radar. PSVR too. Like this seems like it'd be a like with oh, the, yeah. the nodding aspect of it. Like that seems like it'd be like a, a cool kind of way to. Uh, use that i think okay so i found out what this icon was again this is like ign's upcoming games like list site of their section it's ps4 i don't know why oh. the icon is like a, a crooked four like oh, okay. apparently switching ps4 when it launched on today um so check that out if you haven't already uh let's go ahead and hit up your wrong before we mosey on out of here um okay so, someone wrote in and just said just the facts. I normally I would not I like that. appreciate that cheekiness, but it is funny. Just I didn't the facts. Um, someone did a, a nano did add Crystal Dynamics has already been reported on working on a new Tomb Raider game with Amazon Games as the publisher and linked over to PlayStation Lifestyle for the source. Thank you. And other than that, yeah, someone added that Nitro also uh, tossed the same information. Um, and that's about it for your wrong. So thank y'all for uh, helping keep us on the ball with that. This week's hosts are Tim and Fran, question mark, probably. We said it on Friday. We're saying it again today. So it's seeming more and more likely as we approach that Tuesday. On Wednesday, we got Blessing and Tim. On Thursday, we got Blessing and Austin Creed. On Friday, we got Tim and Blessing. Uh, and if you're watching live, remember that we're working on something new right now, trying it out. We're hanging out afterwards for the post show and taking your questions from YouTube Super Chat. Again, y'all can watch on Twitch, hang out on Twitch. But if you watch your questions, YouTube Super Chat is where we're going to be pulling those questions from. Uh, so check that out on YouTube. Uh, 30 minutes, me, Sobek Mike. Ask us whatever comes to mind. We will answer it to the best of our abilities. This has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. We're each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. And until next time, Game Daily.